You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Hi, welcome to Consignment Heroes. I'm Jessica, filling in for my little brother, Bogart, with my dad, Paul Kenny. We're taking your calls today down at Liberty Village. You can give us a call, 416-360-0740, or toll-free at one 866 740-4740. Okay. What are they calling about? You have to ask, you got to tell them what to call about and you have to say the number slower. Call in and ask about stuff. What is stuff? Old coins, dishes, cups and saucers, costume jewelry, gold jewelry, art, pottery. Apparently my dad knows about all this stuff. Old stereo equipment. You know, it could be anything you have lying around that maybe you're about to throw out. No, I'm not going to throw it out. People, this, okay. Maybe you're going to throw it out and you're like, mm, this might be worth something. So yeah. give us a call, 416-360-0740. We're live. And toll free. And the toll free, one 866 Okay, now do you have to tell people as well that we are on, you can get us live streaming, you just go to Zoomer Radio, okay, or if they miss us, they can go to the podcast. So you can listen to us again later. Well, if they miss us, because... But if they miss us, they don't know that we're saying that right now. You're sounding a lot like Bogart. Okay, yes, you're right. But they can tell their neighbor that if they miss the oh, show, that they can go. catch us on a podcast and they can uh, and they can listen to us again and even past uh, episodes we've had on here. Have you ever gone back and listened to yourself? Yes, and I've tried to correct myself. I'm actually pretty smart, I think. <laughs> you keep telling us that. But if you know, if you have any questions, I have old boxes on your list, old boxes. Yeah. The box that Cartier Watch comes in can be worth $500. So if the car, someone stole your watch and they left the box behind, a Rolex box is two hundred dollars. An old Jello box with a coin in is worth five hundred dollars. Is um, a box an empty box? Would you box, still eat the Jello? Yeah, no, you wouldn't eat the Jello from nineteen sixty. Um, but a, a card box, we tell people that in their basement they have stuff. Like I was in a basement uh, three days ago, and they had or two days ago, and they had old cigarette um, tobacco um, tins. Okay, and they had nails in them. Now, the nails are not worth anything, but they had 15 tins that are probably worth around $200, okay? And they were, because they were different kinds. They were players. These are your old players or, um, let's see, I saw Export A. Even that, because people want to recapture their childhood. They want to get Childhood or maybe their teenage years. Teenage years. We're talking about cigarettes here. (laughs) I'm, I'm just saying that people want that kind of a look. They like that kind of a look. So this is what happens, the stuff in the basement. That's only a small example. This week, this week, a Mickey Mantle card, which I've owned seven at one time, one card sold for 2.8 million U.S., 
which is approximately 3.7 million Canadian. Do you have any more of those seven at home? No, no, I don't. I sold them all. But my point is... How much did you sell them for? Back then, they were only selling for ten, fifteen thousand dollars. But I know not a good, <laughs> not a good decision on my part. So, but my point is that these are in people's basements right now, and people or someone, uh, a wife and her husband collected it, or their grandfather collected it, or it's just been handed down, and and they come in like they might be in an old shoebox full of cards. Okay, so but, look for the Mickey Mantle. You're, yeah, you can look for the mail, but there's stuff in people's basements, like an action number one just sold for $3 million. What is an action number one? An action, it's first Superman comic sold for $3 million. Is Superman Marvel? No, Superman, no, it's DC <laughs> National. But a Spider-Man just sold for $900,000. And that's, and that's Marvel. from 1960. Yes, that's from Marvel. The idea is an old comic book. Okay. It's something that people threw away. It's sitting in someone's basement right now or in their attic, okay, in a stack up there. Now, but the reason I'm saying this is that you don't know until you see. Do you want to put out in a garage sale? I know someone who sold a 52 Mickey Mantle in a garage sale in a box of shoebox full of cards for $120 because they sold me the mantle later on. Okay, not the people, the people who bought it at a garage sale. Now, they thought they were getting a lot of money at $120 for a bunch of old cardboard. It wasn't even close. This is why you need us. Okay, now this is the time of year as well. Right now, we're done with the holidays. Okay, no, yeah. not almost. Okay, one the more Orthodox day. holidays are tomorrow. Okay, and we're almost. People are back to school tomorrow. Okay, and but this is the time of year that you're done with the holidays, and now people are making decisions if they're going to sell their houses this year, if they're going to downsize, if they're going to change what they're doing. And I know that it's a lot of it's a lot of stress, or it's it's a big life change to say I'm going to move from a house you've been in for the last forty years or fifty years, and move to a condo because it's just easier. What Bogart and I do is we take the stress out of this, okay? But also understanding that some stuff in the house has sentimental value. They don't have to sell that. I know, but also respecting that. You're not going to push someone into selling something that you no, no, no. absolutely know that. That's- I use the two-hand theory. Now, if people were live streaming us, they'd know I have two hands up right now. Okay. In one hand, I have the really nice item, okay? In the other hand, I have a stack of money. Okay. There's a point where the stack of money is better. They'd say, I'd rather have the stack of money than this item. But if I say, I'm only going to give you $30 for it, they said, well, for that kind of money, I'm going to keep it or put a story behind it and tell my ki- and give it to my grandkids. Okay? And I respect that. But we, we're the people who tell them what it's worth. Right. Okay? And that's what, that's what our job is. That's what this show is about, is to inform people. It's just a tweak and say, yes, I have that in a drawer. Or, yes, I have that in the attic. Or, I think my husband collected baseball cards in 1960s. Or, my, his father gave him a stack of cards. Or, it can be a Picasso. Or, it can be something else. Okay, we should okay. go to a call. But remember, we're taking live calls at 416-360-0740. Call in about your stuff. So with comic books, old glass, old toys, furniture, and even your old stereo equipment. You know what Bogart says a lot? That people should have, because we're a show that gives you information, and I'm going to be giving you gold prices, and I'm going to give you other information during the show. It's not such a bad idea to have a pen and a paper and make sure, as he says, they both work and have them handy. Because we are going to give you information, and you'll say, oh, yeah. And then before it goes out of your head, you're going to want to write it down and then talk to us later. 
Go ahead. Okay, so if Bogart was here, that's what he would have said. Yes. But Bogart's not here, okay. and I am. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so we're going to go to our first call, and we have Gordon, and you have some silver dollars, and you're from Oshawa. Hi, Gordon. Hi, how are you today? Great, how are you doing? Just excellent, thank you. Uh, Paul, I've got a question for you. I've yep. got some silver dollars. They're pre-Canadian 1969, and uh, I understand you buy them, and I'm wondering how much they're worth. Okay, today, silver dollars. Okay, 67 and before in, in silver dollars are uh, 80% silver, and we're paying, they're about what, six-tenths of an ounce, and we're paying 1062 for silver dollars at this time. Okay, now okay. the ones after that, they're little clam packs, and you bought them from the mint. Um, they look almost like the silver dollars, but uh, they're only 50% silver, so they're about $7. But anything before 1967 is 80%. Now, the, I keep on saying this because I don't want people to get say, oh, i got a stack of silver dollars and someone bring, they bring them into a place. If you've got a 1948 silver dollar in there, they go for between $920,000. You have a 1947, um, they go between two fifty, three fifty, up to $5,000, and a 45 is a good year. Most of the other ones are melt, as we call them. They're just silver bullion, and they're traded that way. Sorry, can $1947? Yeah, 47. What happened in 1947 is when uh, India left the Commonwealth. So they had to change um, the obverse of the coin. So the mint had to do a little bit of work on this. So they added what was called a little maple leaf to it. But then in 1940, and they did that right into 1948. And in 1948, because they made $47 and 48, they made less $48. So there, there's less of them out there. Okay. So it all comes down to rarity. I think they only made like 38,000 1948s. Right. And they will sell for uh, a lot more money depending on the condition of them. Okay. All right. Well, I have quite a few uh, silver dollars, and I'd like to bring them up to you. Uh, it won't be this week. I'm just getting over the flu. But... Um, I'd like you to take a look at them. We can look at the dates because I have quite a few of them. Oh yeah, no, we we always go. We're completely transparent. We someone actually brought in one day. They had a variety store. Their dad had a, a variety store and a, um, a laundromat in the in the nineteen sixties, and he had all silver dollars. And in a pile of silver dollars, he was bringing in for melt. There was a forty eight in there. Yeah, he was excited. We were excited, you know, because we don't mind. The more you make, the more we make. Yeah, exactly. You know? well, I don't know how many I've got. I have weighed them. Uh, the total weight's around 21, 22 pounds. Holy cow. This is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. This, no, no. That's actually a good thing. Now, I want to point out to a lot of our listeners out there as well, a silver dollar, there's the same amount of silver in 10 dimes as in a silver dollar. Right. There's the same amount of silver in four quarters or in two half dollars. So even if, you, even if they're worn, they're still worth the silver, and don't let... There are some people out there who will pay you a lot less for them. So right, we right. buy when we're buying it by silver, we're buying at ten sixty two right. uh, per dollar. Now, if it is, uh, but we do weigh them in case there's a lot of wear. But and if there's anything good in there, we will pull it out. In fact, I'm looking at a collection tomorrow morning out in your area. It's not. It's out by Whitby. Yeah, uh, we're going to be looking at a collection out there, and uh, it's it's what we do. And we're hoping to find some good things in there, and but we say some of it's just going to be strictly melt, and uh, I don't I mean melt, but it's it's going to be bullion. Okay, yeah, I don't understand. All yeah. right, well, uh, when I uh, feel better, 
why don't I give you a call? And if you're going to be in the store, I'll yep. be there and uh, we'll go through them. Looking you, forward to you know it. Do you know where the store is? Oh. I, I've got, uh, yeah, 10341 Young Street, Unit 2. Perfect. Yes. And it's 416 Oh, no, no. Our that's, store no, number. Is, yeah, no, the store number is 905 737 Four six five three. Five, three. Yeah. Yep. Got all these numbers down here. Looked at the wrong one. No, <laughs> no problem. I'll, I'll no, he gave me an opportunity to say it on the air. We'll that? get together. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Okay. Hope you feel Thanks better. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Your next call. Pretend you're working. I am. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go to our next call. Ken from Georgetown, and you have an art question for us. Uh oh. Okay. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, hi, Paul. Uh, happy New Year to you and your family. Happy New Year. My family's partly here today. Uh, sounds like it. Yeah, you threw me off with uh, not having Bogart there. All the dumb kids in my family were girls. I mean, boys. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I've uh, recently acquired uh, some F Lansdowne uh, framed art pieces. Okay. Uh, I've done a little bit of research on him. I know he's a, a noted Canadian wildlife artist. Um, I guess, basically, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get some sense of what the value of those pieces might be. Uh, I haven't been able to. I believe they're mounted uh, prints. Oh, I don't prints. believe they're originals. They're watercolors. Okay. Um, um, that's about where I stand with them right now. Oh, no, we can help you with that. Um, I have um, sometimes you can sell these um, what we call the never never plan. You just put a price on. You hope to sell them yeah, yeah. on on eBay or something. Or sometimes you can sell them if you're in a hurry by auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm going to say now, I want to give this information to people that are out there that uh, have other prints. I'm going to get back to your prints in a second. I don't want if someone has prints, don't go out and get them framed or reframed or fix the frames, mm-hmm. because sometimes fixing the frame will cost more than the actual print is worth. In some cases, and I'm just saying that because I throw that out because people just um, they they they'll call me up and they'll say, uh, Paul, I got these. I finally got them reframed. Here they are, and I say it cost him $150 to frame it, and I say this is a $60 print. Okay, and in, a lot of times when we're selling prints online, people don't even want the frames because it costs so much to frame them. We just roll them up, put them in a tube, and send them out. Right. But on these here, um, you can check with me tomorrow because uh, I have someone's putting together a large art sale of Canadian prints and art coming up in the, in the next month and a half. Okay. And this is where, like I say, on we don't we're a consignment shop, and you can sell stuff to us. We will also take stuff on consignment, or sometimes we'll tell you how to best get rid of it so that you get the most money for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that that's part of our advice that we'll do. And mm-hmm. in your case, if it's just this, this will be easy to do. We'd look it up, see what the prevailing prices are. It'll have a range on them. Yeah. And uh, how big a print runs were they? Like are they uh, out of a thousand or three hundred or twenty? I haven't been able to find out what kind of if they are prints. I haven't been able to find out what how big the run was. Okay, a couple uh, ways you can I mean, do I've this. Done, I've done a little basic research online and just looked at past auctions. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they don't. They didn't give uh, the the final selling prices unless I register. Uh, blah blah blah. On, I know online. we pay for that service. It's, yeah. So yeah. I just looked at their appraised values online, you know, prior to the auctions. Okay. And uh, they were anywhere from the same prints, actually. If these are prints, 
anywhere from 700 to there were a couple up around $4,000 appraisals. Okay. Now, it uh, depends on how big the run is. Like if it's a print of 20 or 420. Yeah, yeah these don't actually have like a print run on the, on the artwork itself. It so there's no has, signature on them either? It has his signature and the date of the artwork. Uh, they're hmm. all matted and framed, and I would say they're original frames just by looking at the age of them. Leave them alone. Okay, yeah, what yeah, I would sure. do here is, uh, do you have a magnifying glass? Uh, I can. I could probably get one. I don't have one handy. Right no, no, now. not in a second. Yeah, yeah. After you get off the phone with me, take a magnifying glass. If they're prints, you'll be see little lithograph dots on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless it's, um, uh, yeah, look for the dots. If yeah. you see the dots rather than strokes of the, of the yeah. paint, Mm-hmm. Then you've got prints, and it'll start you down the path. That's your first thing. If you don't see the dots, then we have to do a little bit more work. Sure. But nine times out of ten, person sees the dots. They say, now i got a print. Now I know which way to go. Right. And other people can do this. Just an ordinary magnifying glass will help you with this. And uh, you can help us. Um, uh-oh. Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty about being live. On You can see a lot of stuff. On, uh, but if you can see the dots and then call me back, you can call me at my store. And if they're going that kind of money, then we might have a, a, a place for you to put these that you can get the optimum money for it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, can you just give me your store number one more time, please? 905-737-4653. And... If they're worth it, like and these sound like they are, we have a, a local. We have a couple of art people that we that know more than I do about art, mm-hmm. and I, I, they'll give me the final result on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and just just as a quick aside, uh, I have some lithographs uh, uh, done by Boris Bel- Belicon, uh which I believe is uh, quite a noted lithographer as well. Um, I would probably look at. Uh, Okay. Some advice on those as well. At the same time, art art surprises me both ways. And but I but my point about not framing it. I know you're just you might say I've already gone framed. Doesn't matter. But I want to point that out to people. It's like it's the same way that I tell people, don't cl- don't uh, fix that watch until you find out what it's worth, or fix that clock. Don't spend two hundred dollars fixing a fifty dollar clock. Find out what it's worth first, and then decide if you're going to fix it or not. Yeah, okay. exactly. Actually, as as you say that, I'm in that process with my father's Omega watch right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Omegas <laughs> yeah, are generally very good. Yeah, it's just tr- finding value first before you uh, put too much investment into it. So. Yeah, we sold a six thousand dollar watch this week for a client. We've had some very happy clients this week with uh, the stuff we've sold. Um, we because on our site we sell six thousand dollar watch. We sold a a dolly uh, print last week. Um, so we're 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 known for, and we know how to pack it and uh, make sure it gets there in one piece. For sure, I just wish I had some comic books. <laughs> well, you, you know, you wish you had the right comic books. I <laughs> exactly, sold a, yeah. I sold two thousand comics yesterday for uh, four hundred dollars that weren't, uh, you know, they're just the newer stuff. It's the yeah. oldest stuff that's worth the money. Or like I say, this mantle, I I point out the mantle only because, um, it's they're they're up here in Canada. They were dumped up here. They were like, there's more 1952 mantles in Canada than all the United States. And it's not hard to get them, you know? I don't have one. No, no. But I'm just saying that people have them in their basements, and we're trying to alert people not to throw them out. The saddest story for me is when someone says they've thrown it out, or they sold it at a garage sale, 
or uh, they gave it away or gave it to their kids, uh, grandkids. Not made a collage knowing. out of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I had. Oh, I had one brother and sister team once. Um, who uh, the brother on all of his fifty twos, he punched a hole. You know what? The, you know, remember when you got the newspaper and they used to have that little punch thing that yeah. punched out where you were when you paid for your newspaper. Oh, yeah, I might yeah. be going back further than this is back in the sixties. So you punch that. Well, this guy had a clover and he punched all of his fifty twos with this clover, so he could tell the difference between his and his sisters. <laughs> so he literally turned fifty thousand dollars into five hundred dollars. You know, but he knew that it was, it was his five hundred. So, <laughs> okay, Paul, I'll uh, I'll let you get on to your next caller, um, and I'll uh, I'll be in touch uh, in the next day or two. Thank you very much. Okay, and uh, for what it's worth, uh, I've been totally enjoying your show. It's uh, it's quite eye opening, and uh, yeah, you can never have too much information. Oh, that's our idea. We're just trying to tweak people a bit and just say, here, even if you don't sell it to me. If someone, if I, at the end of the year, if two people don't get ripped off because of something they learned on my show, I'm happy with it. Well, that's you know? it too, because there's so, I mean, uh, there's there's so many questionable, uh, quote, appraisers out there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, f- through watching or listening to the show and even watching on, on uh, Storage Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm much smarter in real life than I am on Storage Wars. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> They don't portray you too well on Storage Wars. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Ken. Okay. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. Wait, I, he just made me think of something. So do you know what, as a kid, we were talking about the brother-sister thing? You, wait, sorry. You can give us a call live at 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. And we're going to go on to a break right now, but give us a call. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Hello and welcome back to Consignment Heroes. I'm Jessica filling in for my brother Bogart and I'm here with my dad live in Liberty Village taking your calls about stuff. Our number is 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-740-4740. Four zero questions about pottery, stamps, cups and saucers, hockey cards, comic books, toys, furniture, just stuff. But I have a question. Uh-oh. Did you know what Bogart did to me, actually? No. You know how you said the story about brother or sister? Yeah. So when I was like three years old or something, you met me. I met Bobby Orr? Bobby Hall. Okay, Bobby Hall. Sorry. I know it was a Bobby. 
Okay. And uh, there was that paper, the picture of me in the newspaper, and he signed that hockey stick for me. Yeah. So I still have that hockey stick today. Okay, good. So I'm getting ready to move. And my sweetheart little brother, Bogart, apparently didn't like that Bobby Hall's name was the only name signed on that hockey stick. Oh. And he signed down the entire stick, Bogart. He knew he was going to be famous. How's that? So does that change the value because my brother decided his name was going to be on this hockey stick as well? No. Oh, I, actually, I'm going to talk about that. I can talk about If someone has, if you've got a baseball signed by, say, um, Babe Ruth. Yeah. And then you have another autograph, unless it's Lou Gehrig, if someone else on the team, it and his Babe Ruth's were fifteen thousand, and the other autographs were a thousand, and your guys were two thousand. It doesn't eighteen thousand. They actually almost take away a bit because people want either single signed balls, right, or they want a ball signed by the entire team or a theme. Like if you had say five well, players that hit five hundred home runs, that would be good, or an all star team or something like that. So that will enhance it. But Bogart's name no, on my hockey no. stick, it doesn't devalue it. But, uh, yeah, but Bobby Hull signed a lot more. Bogart signed is a lot rare because uh, he doesn't sign his name too much. Okay. Or signed it when he was like three years old. This is oh, a three-year-old okay. signature. This isn't... Yeah, something like that. No, no, that's kind of a cool story. I never even knew that. Okay. He was yeah, just going... I did it until the other day when I found the hockey yeah. stick. Oh, talking about hockey, also, I've mentioned this about a month ago, that someone out there has a ticket from the 1967... Uh, Stanley Cup last game, and it's a full ticket, and we're willing to pay up to $800 for this ticket. So I know some, it's a friend of a friend of a friend who mentioned it to someone else, but we do buy, this stuff is worth money. People are trying to buy back. Were you at that game, Dad? No, I wasn't at that game. But the autographs from that team, like the programs, anything from the 60s Leafs or any kind of hockey, an old, if you had an original hockey sweater from anyone on that team, I think the minimum be worth is $10,000 and upwards. If you had uh Do you have Bauer, someone that will help authenticate stuff, though? Yes, okay. yes. But I'm just trying to tell people that there are people in their basement, that old rag or uh, what people do is they'll cut the crest out because the rest of the sweater will be moth-eaten because they were made out of wool. I want the, the, the sweater intact. I don't care what it looks like. But it might surprise you on some of the values. If it's a superstar, if it's some like a, a brill, could be worth I don't know half a million. Seriously, there is money out there, but that's why attack. people. It's everyone knows if you've got a Picasso on the wall, you know it's worth money. Okay, we don't know exactly the second one how much is worth, but we know it's worth money. It's the other stuff they don't know about. The the box of dinky toys still in the box of 1960s. The comics that are there. Old video games, not even that old, from 20 years ago, are worth money. What, and what video game system would that be? Uh, Nintendo, Atari, all this stuff. Um, I don't know them all. I didn't play them, but I know they're worth money. They're one video game sold for almost $80,000. Your things like, and this doesn't what? have to be that old. This is why I'm, it's, it could be your grandkids' stuff. It doesn't have to be your grandfather's stuff. Sometimes the stuff that's worth money can be your grandkids' stuff, okay, like the video game or uh, Pokemon cards. I just saw a Pokemon card, uh, Magic card just sold for $20,000. For one card of some, I don't even know what it looks like. I never played the game. Don't know anything about it except for it's worth a lot of money. I kind of want to go check your basement for stuff. Yes. For Pokemon. 
to okay. the board. Let's go to our first call over here. Uh, we have Barbara, and you have a $1 bill, and you're from Mississauga. Hi, Barbara. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Um, I have some $1 Canadian bills. Okay. They don't have the devil's face or whatever. Are they worth anything? Oh, now are they $1 bills from what year? They've got the queen on them? Yeah, they've got the queen on them. 1954? Um, where, would, where would it say that on the bill? I couldn't find it. Oh, the- this is with a small writing. Okay. Oh, 1973. Okay, that's the last year. They We we sell those, uh, we buy them for $1.10, sell them for $1.40. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of money. It would have been better to keep the money okay. in the bank. Uh-huh. But... Okay. It makes a difference. On the old bills, I'm going to say this. A lot of people, uh-huh. um, you know you have your serial number? Yeah, in there's, front there's of the three ser- consecutive serial numbers for them. Well, that'll add a tiny bit as long as they're mint condition. <laughs> Next to dime. <laughs> no, 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 a little bit more. No, people will buy them. We put them in a auction. <laughs> but I want to point out uh-huh. is in the serial numbers on the older bills, um, they used to put an asterisk. Which is that, you know, that little asterisk like you see on the typewriter? Yeah. You know, just uh-huh. like that. Before the note. And that meant it was a replacement bill. Oh, okay. Now, no. when we were actually keeping track of our money, uh-huh. if they had a bad bill, when someone's actually printing them up and sees something bad, he takes that bill out and puts a replacement bill in. Uh-huh. People collect these. Like, yeah. and they can go up to thousands of dollars in 1950s. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, because of the replacement, um, certain series, they only made 400 of them, replacement uh-huh. bills. And there are people actively looking for them. So I tell people, before you bring the money into the bank, you should drop it through us. Let us take a look at it, and we'll tell you where to bring it to the bank or not. Uh-huh. Okay. As, okay. Um, but the asterisks, or if you have the old bills with the kings on them, uh-huh. or um, uh, like 1935, like I said last week, a $500 bill is worth about $100,000. Wow. For a $500 bill. Now, if you give, go to the bank, they will give you the whole 500 That's uh-huh. just the type of people banks are, okay? Uh-huh. But uh-huh. we'll get you up to $100,000 for the same $500 bill. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, not everyone has one, but they have other bills in there, and it usually happens when you're when someone passes and you go to the, sa- the safety deposit box and they have a stack of cash there. Or when you're, before you throw out the mattress, you slit it open and you find money in the mattress. Oh, wow. No, this, I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't overemphasize this thing about um, our grandparents and the parent and who are, mattress money is a real thing where people mm. hide it in the house. Even mm-hmm. when we do houses, we tell people, uh, it's harder to find that, but we go through and with a metal detector for hidden spots, where if someone's been in the house for 60 years and it's been parents, uh-huh. before they sell that house, they should let us go over with a, with a, a metal detector. There was a place in Hamilton, I think they got 130 or 140 ounces of gold was in the furnace. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know how much that is? 140 ounces of gold? Mm-hmm. And that house is sold and sold again because oh. no one checked. That's what we do. We, it's a service we have, okay? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. back to your, your um, where, where are you calling me from? I'm from Mississauga. Okay, don't plan any vacations in uh, Brampton with the money that you're going to make on uh, these bills, okay? I, I was listening to your show earlier, and you're talking about the man. He had 22 pounds of silver, which just at the value of the silver that would be like about six or seven thousand dollars right there oh and yeah he has uh 1948 wow you know 
There are the, they're out there, and people don't know, and that's why yeah. we want them to bring them in. Oh, mm-hmm. the other thing, like I say, we do costume jewelry, and, and I'm asking for costume jewelry because we've now someone we we raised about nine, we sold about nine thousand dollars worth of costume jewelry for one wow. lady. She had like seven tubs of it. So we're out of oh. costume jewelry now. So we're actively trying to get uh-huh. either on consignment or I, buy it. I have a pin collection. I probably have a hundred and forty or hundred and fifty pins. And some might be gold. And this Uh is where when we go through the costume jewelry, we will tell you which ones are gold. Uh I swear that's what we do. If we miss it, uh, there's a lady who brought in some coins the other day and... uh, and we found out a gold coin afterwards. I think it was worth $170 or something. But we found it after the fact, and we called him up and said, well, next time you're in, just come and get your money. Wow. You know. Nice, nice. Okay. Thank you for the okay. call. And you bring in your cost, bring in your pins. Okay? <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're Take welcome. So our store is located, Toronto Gold and Silver, at 10341 Young Street, mm-hmm. Major Mac and Young, just yep. south of the wall near the beer store. You're, you, got, you got it. I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Okay. Give us a call. We're live in Liberty Village, 416-360-0740 or toll free, 1-866-740-4740. We're going to go to Lorraine from Halliburton and you have some National Geographics for us? Uh-oh. You've got National Geographics? Uh, yes. Okay. Now... National Geographic, when it started, I think before uh, 1900, the first issue of National Geographic only had around 200 people because it was like a club. And it grew slowly, and then up until about 1940s, where it had a million, they were printing a million a month, okay? Now, people who collect National Geographic, if you've got ones, I think the cutoff generally is before, 19, before World War One, so pre-1914 and pre, they are worth money. After you get past that point, they're just really, really interesting reading, okay? And they take up a lot of room. If you have them in the books, there were some books where you put uh, the 12 issues or I think six issues into a leather-bound book. Some of those will sell. Uh, They're still a little bit collectible. The problem is, for the value of them, it costs so much to ship these things, okay? So, but you really have to, this is a case of supply and demand. There are avid National, National Geographic collectors, but what they're looking for is the elusive early issues, okay? Mm-hmm. And this would be, like I say, pre-1900 uh, and, uh, and, and definitely before, and, and before World War I, okay? And even the ones in World War I, I think, are only $10, $15 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the early issues can go, go for significant money if they're in good condition. They don't even look like National Geographics. But it's a case of supply and demand. Here's something that got so popular, and they made so many of them. I don't know, the print runs were like million, two million, three million when you get into the 70s, okay? Every house had them. I look, when I go to a house, the worst things I want to see is a, a set of uh, Britannica encyclopedias and National Geographics because they weigh so much, they'll cost me a lot of money to tip. I mean, to send to the, uh, to the dump. We call them tipping fees. Okay? Mm-hmm. I wish I had better news for you. Now, what years are yours from? Uh, mine are uh, to September 1929, but the older years, they're mediocre but complete. Okay. Uh, they're excellent from 1961 to 2016. They're in those uh, faux leather-bound cases. Okay. Now, then, then these are worth coming. You can talk to me later on. I get you exact numbers probably tomorrow or the next day in my store. 
Oh. You can give me a call. And um, they take a little, if you've got those, once you get back to the earlier years, like I say, if you've got a $10 book and it costs $10 to ship it, a lot of people aren't so fast to buy it. Yeah. If it's $150 and it's $10 to ship it, they don't mind paying the shipping fees. Right. Okay. And I, like I say, we buy from Toronto or consign from Toronto and sell to the world. The, world, the reason we do this, the world has more money. Right. And that's the way to get more money for you. Okay. okay. Do you have the store's phone number? It's 905-737-4653. Yes. You can give us a call at the store, and then we can arrange so my dad can find out yeah. all of them. And now, yeah. these sound like they're going to be heavy. If, depending where you are from, we can come and pick them up yeah, or look I'm at them. I'm in Cottage Country. Oh, you're in God's About Country up there. Two and a half there. hours from Toronto. <laughs> okay. You know something? If you call me tomorrow and just give me a list of what it says on the outside of the binders... Okay. And uh, we can start from there, and then we'll find out if it's worth doing the work, and we'll try and give you our, our best opinion on it and go, you know. But rather than haul them in into the city and do all the work, let's see what we're dealing with first and then go from there. Okay? okay that sounds great. Thank you very, very much. Very much. Thanks okay. for your call. What? So I just wanted to mention that if uh, you can log on and watch us on a podcast, if and live stream us on Zoomer for the last 18 minutes. Okay. <laughs> but also, if you want to see more of my dad and brother and the occasional episode of my sister and I, we're on Netflix, Storage Wars, Northern Treasure. Yep. Also on OLN. And then right now, I believe we're in the process of a new show. It's called Consignment Heroes. Wait. Which is a show, a TV show about a radio show and how they help People Not a radio show, this radio this show. This radio show. Well, you should have wrote that. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, so be prepared for some exciting shows. Well, coming. no, if you've got something really interesting or have an amazing story behind an item, call us up. It's something we want to use, okay? Uh, on our, we might, and if you're not afraid of being seen on TV, um, we'll talk about this right after the break. All right. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live down in Liberty Village. Give us a call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. So we're going to go to our call from Lynn in Toronto, and she has a silver dollar. Okay, Lynn. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Um, okay, um, 
Let's see. I was I do listen to AM seven forty and your show sometimes and then um I happened to hear what you said about the silver dollar, so I got one for my mom. Yep. It's uh Canada nineteen sixty three. Yep. So um is it worth anything? Yep, ten dollars and six we're paying ten dollars and sixty two cents. Okay. Not a lot. If you had a hundred of them, that'd be one thousand and sixty-two dollars. Oh, I see. Okay. But no, it's ten dollars. It's it's a silver value. They made a lot of them. Nineteen sixties. They made a lot. Okay. okay. And um, so it's just the silver value. If you go, you have to be a little bit earlier. Oh, it has okay. to be in nice condition. Okay. Okay. Even if a sixty-three was in perfect condition, mm-hmm. I don't think we can get more than thirteen dollars for them. We sell them in our store. So anyone who actually people. Are calling and say they have them in our we also sell them in our store and we sell silver bars and gold bars oh, but we okay. sell them we buy them at 1062 and i think we sell them at 13 dollars. we oh, don't make a ton of money on them but oh, it's more okay. of a service oh right and okay. and and whatever's left over at the end of the week if we get too many silver dollars we melt them you oh, know okay no it's just because there's so much stuff coming in because we pay more than most other dealers okay oh, that's good to know. like we deal with the trade like mm-hmm. you i send people i'm Whereas we, my daughter was saying, we're south of the wall. Our competition, <laughs> which is 20 feet north of me. The other oh, side okay. of the wall. On the other side of the wall, <laughs> built an eight-foot wall because we were paying more than he was and selling for less than he was. But, I, but I've got an unfair advantage. I don't have his overhead. He's got oh, 95 people working. Well, I don't know what the number is. Okay. He's got a lot of people working for him. Nice, fancy building. He's got a security system. He's got this. Oh, see, He's yeah. got... <laughs> you know, he drives a $100,000 car, whatever it is. You oh, got to okay. pay for this. It's like when you go to Vegas and you see that big thousand room hotel, someone's paying for it. You are. Okay? okay. You don't know it right. They don't tell you right away. But no, well, we thanks. pay a little bit more. Well, and um, and like I say, you might have dimes or there's other stuff. Like I say, people, they know about money. Money is worth money. They always forget. They don't know right. that the cup and saucer they have is worth $2,500 oh, or their costume jewelry or records, uh, uh, vinyls making comeback. We also buy the stereos. I mean, a lot of people say, I haven't used my stereo in 15 years, but I paid $3,000 for it in 1970. (laughs) They're still worth money. People are buying old vintage stereos. Yeah, they've come back. Can I just ask you about an American one, too? Thank you. It's from 1921. I don't know if it's... So it Fourteen dollars silver. Oh, okay, nope, they that. are silver. Okay. If you went into a bank in, say, Upper Boot, Montana, yeah. in nineteen sixty-two, mm-hmm. and asked for silver dollars, they would have given them to you. They go to the back vault and they would have handed them out to you. Oh, and I you would have got a slot. In fact, if you went to the slot machines in Vegas. I know people are going to call me, and they were in <laughs> Vegas in nineteen sixty. Oh, okay. And out of the slot right. machines, you got silver dollars. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Thanks. What about a an English one from nineteen sixty-five? Anything? No? No, no. no. Okay. Sorry. That sounds like a trap. It has a picture of Mr. Churchill on it. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. What about one of uh, 19, uh, 1776 to 1976 uh, Liberty? Looks like a. Is it? Um, don't bring it to your bank. Either use it on your next trip to the United States, mm-hmm. or what we do is we pay people between 10 and 15% premium, and mm-hmm. we bring it down to the States because we go down once every two weeks. Oh, right. But if you bring it to a Canadian bank, they will give you a dollar Canadian. And oh. right now, an American dollar is worth a dollar thirty-three sixty. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's why right. we have a lot of people who have variety stores and convenience stores, and they'll bring in the American money, and we're happy to do that. But and you, you have to use some other people's questions here. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Okay, so we're going to... 
And so if you don't get through on the show today, you can always call the store, Toronto Gold and Silver, or go to the store. Uh, it's 905-737-4653. Yep. Okay, so we're going to go to our next call. It's Terry from Woodstock, and you have a Red Sox ball signed by the team. Yes, really? Have a 1949 Boston Red Sox team signed baseball. And Teddy, and Teddy, Mr. Baseball, was on that team. Before he went and he played, he actually fought. Here's a guy who has all these records, Ted Williams. Yep, and he was in World War, I, World War II and in the Korean War. And gave oh, okay. up. I didn't. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it even has the uh, manager of the Red Sox at that time as well. His signature's on it. Yeah, but this, if it's complete, now this is the thing, you want to have it complete? Yes, it is. Um, and we'd have to have it probably what we call PSA. This is worth doing. Okay, yep. is what we do is we make sure all the signatures. It's not a uh, oh, what happened back then is that it would be um, a locker room ball. Some some of the signatures will be from uh, uh, a ball boy would be signing it. Okay, oh. now I'm not saying that, but that's what you yeah. have to be wary about. If it's yes. authentic, and we'll say after uh, a game or something like that, or and all the uh, and Williams is authentic. Um, probably two to three thousand minimum. It was oh, a complete okay. team. Probably, maybe even more. It'll all now. Here's what'll happen. Here, it'll depend. It'll be signed in ink. It'll be yep. probably not the ballpoint. I don't think in '49. Mainly, usually in um, uh, the the old ink pens. It's going to be. Um, it'll depend on how clear the signatures are, who was on the sweet spot, and if it's complete. If all these things happen and it's a real nice ball, it can be as high as four and five thousand. Oh, okay. okay. No, people collect Red Sox. I don't understand why, but <laughs> sorry, I guys. <laughs> I'm a Yankee spot? fan. Sorry. I can't help it. I'm sorry. You said the re- the sweet spot. What's the sweet spot? Sweet spot between the, the laces, and it's where you generally you're not squished in. Okay. Yeah, you can see Joe McCarthy and Ted Williams' signature very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Doerr was on that team. That yes, was a. I mean, it's on the. I can see it as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bring like I'd have to see it, and then this is something that the PSAing on this. I have to come up the value. I think the pay costs about a hundred dollars. Yeah. But if you come out right, that's the only way to sell the ball. If you sell it raw, yeah, you'll get less. I, I bring this back to the comic book that I bought at an auction, and it was worth uh, five thousand dollars. I got it all slabbed, authenticated, and graded, and I got thirty three thousand three hundred and fifty dollars for it. Whoa. Now, which one? Which number would you rather have? <laughs> I I suggest take the higher number. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But we can help with that. I know you. You said you're in Woodstock. Yes, I am. We're down to London every so often, but I can get, if you get call me in my store, we can make arrangements that I when the the gentleman's up, he comes up here to Canada and does it with a friend of mine. Um, um, glory days. Uh, yes. This is Glenn Pye, yes. and. Uh, He'll come up and he does about a hundred or two hundred autographs in a day. Okay. Okay, but his his name on it will make all the difference. Okay. People, as soon as Jim Spence's name is on it, they will uh, a person in uh, in Tokyo will buy it. They know it's authentic. Okay. okay? Yes. Thank you very much for the call. Well, thank you. I appreciate okay. you taking my call. No problem. It's what we do. Thanks. All right, we're going to head over to Bill from Toronto, and he has a complete set of Wedgwood. Which, what pattern? Bill Fleur. 
Ah, I know that pattern. It used to sell for about $75, $85 a place setting. And when you bought it from Wedgwood, it would have cost you 300 if you bought it in the 80s, 90s. And probably in today's, um, I'm going to have to look because I haven't when looked I say, at it in a while. And when I say complete, and I mean it's got <laughs> platters, uh, the coffee urn, the tea thing, the uh, the sugar cream thing. Yeah. Oh, different uh, salad, whatever you call them. So I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, we work. Uh, my company was the largest Canadian supplier to um, replacements in the United States. So I know my China. If yep. you've got 12 plates, it's actually, no, it seems Sorry, to be still eight. selling. Eight. Pardon? Eight. You've got eight. Okay, now, and you've got the serving pieces. Yes. Uh, serving, okay, a play, setting for eight seems to sell for around 400. Platters will be, uh, your, what you want in this is some of the soup bowls and some of the oddball pieces like fruits, cereals, soups that a lot of people didn't buy. Okay. And this is, uh, uh, the platters are going for $50, $60, but they used to go for 150 Ooh. This is a good pattern, but the problem is, is your platinum trim on it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and the yeah, it has to have nowhere, and it doesn't fit. It won't go in the dishwasher. Right. The kids don't want it. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I have two daughters and one son. Okay, right. they both have. They all have families. I have two hundred sets of china. Okay, <laughs> literally two hundred sets of china because these are sets that were left over from when I was dealing with replacements. Right. My kids didn't buy any of them. They were all two hundred sets were considered ugly to them. No, they can't go in the dishwasher. They right. can't go in the microwave. Right. And well, I'm like, I don't want something I have to wash. <laughs> okay, sorry, but this is, um, uh, it's how it happens, but your oddball pieces, and this is where, um, like in 1970, uh, no, sorry, 1900, salad really hadn't been invented in the same way it is today, and everyone likes salad, <laughs> so salad forks were always uh, the last thing that someone gives someone. If you were buying a set of flatware, you bought the dinner knife, the, uh, the dinner fork, um, the teaspoon, right. the soup spoon, the play spoon, but the salads you did not buy. So there are today, in all even all these older sets, are a little bit rarer. In the same thing with your your china. Sometimes when someone says a complete set, it makes a difference. They've got five piece play setting, which is the cup and saucer, um, the salad, B and B, and dinner. Mm-hmm. I can get sometimes more money for just the cereal and the soup bowl than I can get for the five piece play setting because yeah. a lot of people don't have that. Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And but and also the it's it's like I say the kids aren't buying it as much. Um, and what the big market for this stuff used to be replacements would have. Say you were a a, a mother and you wanted your three daughters and you, the family pattern was bell floor mm-hmm. and you had twelve place settings. Well, you would build it up to twenty four and give them each eight place settings. Gotcha. And that's where the market was for this even after because you couldn't buy Wedgwood stopped making it in nineteen. 86 or whatever the year was. I can't know in this one here. But, and you couldn't get it. So replacement was replacing the China, and people are building it up and giving to three daughters. The three daughters don't want it anymore. Okay? Nope. So this is this is the problem, and that's why some of the stuff is going down in price. And I'll sometimes get more for one cup and saucer from somebody in China than I'll get for a whole set of wedge with China. And we're familiar with replacements. We've been there to visit. It's oh, isn't it amazing? Incredible place. Yeah, my daughter was down there. Yeah, okay. I did the drive when I was like 10, 11 years old with you a couple times. Yeah, I remember. Okay. <laughs> and this is probably 10 years ago we were down there. In, yeah, no, they're, they're a first-rate organization, mm-hmm. but they charge up the yin-yang for it. They charge you a lot. Yeah. And 
But that was their whole thing, and they were, and they, but they paid good money. Mm-hmm. And because up here in Canada, I was going down there once every ten days, mm-hmm. and bringing down entire truckloads of stuff because I was getting American dollars for it. Yep. I knew how to grade it, and they paid me on the spot. I'd show up at midnight, and I'd be on my way back home. Then I'd go to a motel, back home on the way at ten o'clock in the morning. On my way home with a check. Yeah, yep. and they were like clear as bell. And it says if it's mint. They paid me. If it was seven, worth 75 cents on the dollar, they paid me like that if they had some wear. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I have nothing against them, uh, but uh, it costs too much to ship it now. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not paying as much because they're not getting as much. Yeah, we pass by replacements now when we go south. So, I mean, it is an opportunity if we were thinking of that. You get your gas in Withville? Yes. <laughs> I know I know I know that's the highway where it's going east, west, north and south at the same time. Right. Like, yeah, no, no. I've I've done that trip. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, Thank you for the call. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you for the information. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> what? Not, I remember doing that trip with you. Okay. Um okay, we're going to go to Mike from Hamilton and you have old glass blown tulip light bulbs hello hi hi actually it's mike from oakville i'm just driving in my car pulled over of course okay uh anyways yeah i have two hand-blown handmade light bulbs they're like a lotus closed painted lotus hand painted i even think i know where uh they were bought they were bought at brown's furniture store somewhere on queen street and broad Broadview Avenue, in around, they'd be about a hundred. Do you have the boxes old. to go with them? No, I don't. Actually, it was a nightlight when I was growing up. Uh, like, like I say, the one still works. And well, not working. The lights that don't work are like Bogart sometimes. You know, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. On uh, no, they have to work. Some people will collect them, but they used to come in wooden boxes. And um, we're running out of again. This I can't believe how fast the hour goes. We're running out of show before we run, running out of time before we run out of show. So, Mike, I'm going to give you the number to the store. Yep, it's nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. Give us a call tomorrow over at the store, and uh, hopefully, my dad's able to answer your question. I'll get the picture on that. Yeah. And, like, I want to talk to people as well right now. Like I said, earlier on the show, this is the time of year that we're starting. We, holidays are over. The year's coming up. If you want to get your house ready for sale, that means there'll be stuff you're looking around the room. You'll say, some of it you'll smile at, and some of you're going to say, boy, I wish that was gone. Or I'd rather have the money for it. Or I'm going to go to a condo, and this I'm living in a 5,000-square-foot house, and I'm moving to a 600-square-foot condo. Something's got to give here. This is where we help you, okay? Or if you have a locker that you've been paying $400 a month for forever, we can help you get rid of this, okay? But this is a great show today. I mean, we learned well, something. I, was I know you learned a lot you more than I did. You only took one pun at me. The other ones were at Bogart. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank. Oh, and the price of gold this week are um, 10 carat is nineteen sixty four. 14 carat is twenty seven forty nine. And 18 carat is 3535. Call our store if you want up to date numbers. <laughs> <laughs>